Hello and welcome to YHTV's Trinity of Life. This is episode 60. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host for this program. Thank you so much for joining me as I continue to explore the wonderful world of healing arts, meditation, therapies, and the many modalities of helping each of us find balance in our individual journeys. We're always excited to meet those who are on the leading edge of creating change on this planet. Today our show is Universal Balance Through the Harp. And if you want to know what that means, just stay tuned. At any time during this live presentation, you can feel free to ask a question or make a comment by scrolling down on your screen and typing it into the comment box right there, and be sure to click Submit, and I will share that question or comment with our special guest. Or if you would prefer to dial into our conference line, you are very welcome to. The number is 323-476-3997. Your ID is 607-393-POUND. As you all very well know, I have this love of the Hollywood Farmer's Market here in Los Angeles, California, which I have spent almost 20 years <laughs> frequenting every Sunday. And um, through those times, as you very well know, I meet extremely incredible individuals and beings. And today I would like to share this magnificent magnificent being with you all, because I do believe that there is much change that he will make on this planet. Please welcome with me my guest, Philip King. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. 
Appreciate that. Oh, that's so beautiful, Philip. What a way to start a show. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, thank you. I mean, mm-hmm. so so just to let all of you know, I mean, that is what we hear as we walk through the farmer's market on Sundays. And it's just magnificent how he begins to draw a crowd and the children just get so mesmerized. I mean, the adults are one thing, but when the children get mesmerized, it's really magnificent. You know that you have, your touching spirits are all different levels by that. Mm-hmm. So, Philip, tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to this. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay, so I am what's known as an anointed harpist, uh, meaning God touched. I, I can't explain um, in the sovereignty of God, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I sat down to this harp. Okay, so back up. Um, I made hip hop kung fu movies uh, for 15 years. Um, under the title, my name at that point was under Professor Pitt. Uh, Dirty Lens Films was my film company. I wrote, uh, <laughs> uh, I wrote, uh, produced, directed, edited, starred in, in the you know um, historically the first African American hip hop kung fu movie, oh, and then cool. it turned into a trilogy, um, and uh, went from hip hop dynasty to uh, hip hop kung fu movie the movie, um, but a cast and crew of over three hundred and fifty. Um, yeah, it was a serious, this was independent. This was, yeah, this was totally independent. You know what? That was the beginning of me, of my spiritual journey. Um, I was at a point where, uh, I was following the signs where the, the, uh, leads in front of me were too great and too mystically astoundingly like, uh, can you see what's happening in front of you? This is where you're supposed to be going. Um, uh, whether the money was there or whether whatever was there, I would have the best of equipment and the best of talent and the best of people surrounding me. And I just had to hold it together and keep following the signs. So that was that was like a big test of faith for me. And also, I think in preparation for the harp coming, um, I needed to train um, like seven to 10 hours a day um, mm-hmm. to become attractive to true martial artists that were on a level that I wanted the movie to be, which was like on a super old school, you know, Gordon Liu, um, Jet Li, real deal type of, you know, real deal, serious martial arts. Um, and uh, by doing that, that led me into Tai Chi and Nei Gung and Qi Gung and meditation. And, and um, which, by the way, um, taught meditation in San Francisco and Alameda Juvenile Halls for uh, MBA, Mind Body Awareness Project, and taught the Nagung Marriage of Heaven and Earth in after-school programs, as well as uh, summer camps for like 100 kids at a time. Wow. Um, this is up in the Bay Area. This is in the Bay Area. Now, that journey in itself of of going deeper into, into the things that open up your chakras, open up the, the receptors um, in the spiritual realm, um, as well as giving them away and giving them back to kids so that they can use them, I think opened up the doorway for the harp. Mm. Um, because in doing a hip hop album, I saw a harpist walking down the street. I did a song called When Your Ancestors Call. And that, to give you the chorus. That was hip that was hip hop. That was hip hop. But that was my hip hop. Yeah. I've always been something that um when I whatever it was that I was doing, people would be like, I don't like hip hop, but I like what you're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> um so uh, that 
that song that led me to the harp, um, the chorus went, when your ancestors call, do you listen or is your spiritual connection disconnected missing? The point of purpose of why you were born on this planet. There's got to be change, y'all. There's got to be change. So when your ancestors call, do you listen or do they get a busy signal why you're just dismissing? The point of purpose of why you were born on this planet. There's got to be change, y'all. There's got to be change. So that was the chorus. And it went to a Dorothy Ashby um, remake of Windmills of the Mind. um, That done round like a circle in a spiral, like a wheel within a wheel. That song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know the original. You know, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, So uh, I saw this. I did it. I did the song to that. But of course, you can't really do anything with the song that you recorded over someone else's song. Mm-hmm. So I saw this uh, woman, Ia Herring, in San Francisco with a harp case and a harp. So I ran up to her and I was listening to the song, of course, sovereignly or, you know, perfectly planned. Mm-hmm. And I got to her and said, do you think you could play this? And this is Dorothy Ashby now. She listened. She's like, oh, yeah, that's easy. I'm like, OK, really? She's really, she was a really, really, really good now, did harpist. did you know her before that? Not at all. No, I just ran up to her because she had a harp. She was in harp. the street. She was in the street. <laughs> I had a harp. I'm listening to my my voice over uh, rapping this song over harp, and I see a woman with a harp. And at that moment, I was living in, uh, at, I was house managing a club and had, living there too, and had a little studio there. So, um, you know, Seeing someone with a harp was like, we can make something happen. So <laughs> I want to know what her first thoughts were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got with her. Uh, she she said, okay. She came by. We did the song. Uh, I beatboxed. She played the harp. I rapped. Wow. Um, and we were done. We were like, this has never been heard. I've never heard anything like this in my life. Maybe we should do an album. And we did an album. Um, and, um, one, actually there's a song online that's over a hundred thousand on YouTube, over a hundred thousand hits called meditation and Mm. it's her playing and I'm leading, uh, you through meditation through poetry and we have like ocean in the back and she's playing and stuff like that. Wow. So that was born. (laughs) And in the middle of the album, here's where it comes in the middle of the album, she had to go back to, um, the Netherlands. I know it's not Switzerland. I think it's Norway. She had to mm. go back there for a family emergency. And she felt bad because we were so engulfed in what we were doing that she, on her way out, she brought this harp. She wasn't giving it to me. She brought this harp by the studio to say, well, while I'm gone, you know, feel free to play around with this and just see if you come up with anything. You know what I mean? Mm. And I had my sons for the summer at that time. And she was like, and your boys can play with it too. So, (laughs) you know, um, so I pretty much, I really didn't touch it that much. When I touched it the first time, it pricked me and made me bleed. And I was like, (laughs) oh, this thing doesn't like me. But spiritually, I think there was some blood and flesh that was paid for a transfer that was about to happen. Mm. Um, So uh, one night after I didn't, it really didn't do anything with me. I just kind of sat it down. Um, but one night after training, I used to train, um, train, uh, all night sometimes. And after training all night, I saw this in the moonlight, real story, saw this in the moonlight and walked over to it 
and sat down and what you heard this that was the first thing that came out i don't know what my fingers are doing now and i never really do they just it's there um so when she came back um i was like look whoa look look what i can do uh and she looked at me her first look was a little angry uh not angry but it was like what you know what i mean and then she said okay this doesn't happen. You do not sit down to a harp and just start playing mid highs, lows, going all over the place with some finger style that I've never seen. And I've played harp my whole life. She said, obviously you played in a past life and your harp is coming back to you and I can't stop that. So that's your harp. So I just looked up and I'm like, really, this is mine. Yep. I can't take it from you now. So that was the beginning of, uh, me becoming a harpist. I didn't accept that. I was a filmmaker. And um, this just sat in the corner as a conversation piece as, you know, oh, yeah, and I can play the harp, too. Um, uh, you know, um, <laughs> what is that, Mr. Renaissance Man kind of thing? Um, but the reality is, is that this is what I was meant to do. This is the most powerful medium, at least for this four-layer bio bodysuit um, guy over here uh this is the strongest thing that i can do for the world to help change so so now how long ago was that okay so the 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 actual giving me of the harp was about five close to six years ago Mm -hmm. okay and me accepting and becoming a harpist was about three years ago in this city the city of angels uh turned me into a harpist Mm. i came here a filmmaker maker and now i'm a harpist wow wow Mm. and now, away from your hip-hop background, yeah, and of course writing poetry, because I, I believe a lot of the words in hip-hop is part poetry, so mm-hmm. uh, what other music background do you have? Like None. Piano? None. Guitar? None. Anything None. from childhood? None. None at all. You know, I did take Suzuki violin for um, in fourth grade for about three to four weeks and put it down, so I don't think that counted. Um, <laughs> Strings too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it didn't count because I didn't take it serious. It wasn't, there was no, no, nothing to it. This, and there is an ancient, so for me, okay, speaking uh, metaphysically and just um, the way that I am walk with my life is as an ancient character, um, as the arts that have come to me in, in martial arts or Tai Chi or Shingi, whatever, the, 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 the details. Um, a great teacher, master, my Sigong, uh, Master Huang um, of No Touch, said, this stuff only comes to you if it's in your line. You could seek after it your whole life and it'll never get to you. Or you can run from mm-hmm. it your whole life and it'll w- wind up right in front of your door because it's part of your line, something that you have to carry on. Um, mm-hmm. And... I've viewed the people in my life as ancient people that are that are coming in, preparing me for the next stage, like the Sifus or the teachers that are giving me what may what I may not understand at the time. At the time I was making the Kung Fu movie, I thought this great teacher or these great teachers were giving me things to impress people with martial arts on film, when in actuality they were giving me the things to ground my whole life. Um, to keep me healthy and grow old strong and to be able to have the presence 
of a protection with this harp as I play in the streets of L.A. Um, sometimes I've played in front of on Hollywood Boulevard at two in the morning when clubs are are letting out um, and loving what I'm doing because, you know, people are, are getting their their clearings and stuff at a time. And but there's going to be some drunk guys that are going to walk up. And some drunk rappers that think because I'm beatboxing that it's their time to start freestyling mother this and F that. Mm. Um, and I can, with a smile, look up and say, hey, dude, this is a God thing right here. Um, and I was, I was anointed to do this. And these vibrations don't go with that vibration. Mm-hmm. So that's just where it's at. Now, the fact that I've been trained and instilled with a lot of ancient stuff somewhere in there pickups they can feel oh this guy's serious and he's not worth messing with Mm -hmm. and he's smiling and he's got a heart so let's keep walking and i think that's what those teachers were preparing were giving me those things you know Mm -hmm. to have a presence of protection over some ancient things that need to be protected Mm. You know, stop me if I'm running on. No, this stuff this is... can go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no music background whatsoever, Mm-mm. away from four weeks on a violin. <laughs> right, right. Um, and and it was only three years ago that you decided to really take this serious. Okay, and taking it serious, um, I was put in a position where I uh, I where nothing else financially was working. Mm -hmm. And I know if I sit down and play the harp, it doesn't matter where I sit down. People are going to, if I don't even have a hat, they're going to, where's your hat? I got to give you some money. You know what I mean? So I was forced financially to start using this in the streets of LA, uh, really at the, in the uh, MTA train, which is illegal. Did that (laughs) for a year. Um, And I missed the train because I think that's where I got people coming to me with tears. Um, and real, a real deep, deep, deep clearings because the acoustics in there are just like, people would come down and say, I, I, I heard this coming down the escalator and you're like way at the end there. So it's echoing through the tunnels. Um, and people are going through hardcore things, you know, um, those are like the foot patrol of LA. Those that's not the glamour of LA. That's the people going the nine to fives or the people hiding out on the train because they don't have any place to go or sleep. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when they get hit with, um, with what these songs do for, for clearing the air, clearing the atmosphere, clearing some darkness or whatever it is, they really feel it. I've had a guy come to me like, dude, I've been out of jail for the last three days, homeless. And God sent you to me mm-hmm. right now. I needed you right now and you're here. Thank you. And those, that's what I miss about the train. Without now, now I'm more at the beaches and the farmers markets. And um, I love that too. Uh, but that's more of a, like a quick transfer. Like, oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay. Now I'm, I'm here to do something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. in how the city turned me into a harpist. So going to Venice Beach one day, taking the bus. This is, was w- when I was taking the harp on the bus in the train. Wow. Um, and got there, didn't even play. And there's a Jamaican guy, young guy. Um, he, I know he has to be somewhere in my family. He looks like me, but he looks like a much younger than me without dreadlocks. Um, hmm. 
But he said, you said that you sat down to the harp and you could just play. Um, I want to buy a harp, which sparked my heart and ears. And he was like, can I sit down and try? And um, there were some elders, Jamaican kind of cats around, and they immediately said no. They said no to him. Hmm. And I said, you know, wait a minute now. If he can be inspired, if someone else can pick up a harp because I let them sit down to a harp, then I have to do my job. And this man needs to sit down. And uh, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. So I said, go ahead and sit down. And, and he tried, and it didn't sound great. And um, the uh, elders were like, all right, now get up. And, I, wow. you know, they were being rude. And I was telling them, you know, hey, trying to explain to them the spirit in which this harp came to me. It was given to me. So I have to carry that spirit on. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the guys smiled. And all of these people I have run back into and made amends that are talked with since this time. So one of them smiled and he said, I get you. And I turned to him as I'm turning to him. I'm turning my back on the gentleman sitting down with my harp. And as soon as I clasped hands with him to shake hands with a smile, I heard a big boom. And I turned around and my harp was on the ground Mm. and it was split open (gasps) down. You can't really see the scar now, but it was all the way split open. And um, I saw blurriness except for my harp. And I heard them. I heard voices saying, you know, is it okay? Oh, is it going to be okay?" And I said, of course it is. It'll, uh, I just have to go get it fixed now. So I picked it up and walked away. Um, and then I went to a bench and looked up at the sky and was like, God, what did I do wrong? Because mm. this is a mystical instrument and it's been taken from me now. So I guess you're telling me don't let anybody sit down to my harp because I don't know what they're bringing to my harp. And this is a spiritual thing. Um, I'm like, okay, I get that, but now my harp is gone. Um, and at that moment, uh, older, um, an older um, European woman came up to me, um, looked like she had been through a drug addiction, and she said, I can hear your harp crying. And um, I, I don't know if you have a ride or if you live in Hollywood, but I'm on my way home now and you're lucky because I have a van and it's, uh, I didn't do my wash last night. So if you need a padded ride for your harp, you have one. Mm. So I was like, okay, yeah, thank you. She said, I'll save you from the walk home with the dead dog effect. Cause I would have had to take the bus home with the big cracked harp mm. and everybody saying what happened. So on the way home, I'm almost welling up about to cry because financial, everything is hitting. I just lost my harp, all of that stuff. And she said, I said, what did I do wrong? And she said, you didn't do anything wrong because you moved with your heart and um, you're on a ride right now and you're supposed to sit back and enjoy it. And I said, yeah, I said, oh, I'm supposed to sit back and enjoy this, huh? And she said, you don't even know the person that picked you up has been fixing instruments for 20 years. And I already, uh, already scanned out what you need for your harp and it's about 60 bucks. Um, I said, I didn't have the money. She said, well, I have an EDB card and we're going to get this thing fixed. Um, and I had, to, I, when that happened, it redawned on me. I am on a ride right now that I am totally in the center of God's hands. And it's like, I'm out of control. 
And I totally have to submit to that because there's nothing I can do. And if I think that I can do something, it's going to crush me even more because the reality is I can't, you know? Um, so uh, I had to, a gentleman that travels the world, his name is Jaunt, J-O-N-T. Um, and he puts on a thing called uh, Unlit Around the World. Um, he's just He's a character that comes in town and is like, uh, we're going to have a showing of great musicians at a mansion up in the hills and just invite friends. And, you know, that's his thing. Um, so I had to call and cancel. And he said, oh, you sound like me with your story. Why don't you come here? We'll tell the you do some spoken word. We'll tell the party your story and we'll pass around the hat to get the money for your harp. Mm. So we did that and the party paid for my harp getting fixed. Uh. And then the party opened up and there's like a lot of some nice, you know, well-established people in the game that explained to me, um, you know, that cracking the harp is actually a way for us to reach into your life and help you. And it's a way for us to see that you do need help because you're a kind of strong character. So strong characters don't always need help. And we don't always help people that don't look like they need help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, and with that came advice from everybody. What's your name? My name was Professor Pitt. Professor Pitt, that doesn't sound like a harpist to me. You know, <laughs> it just seemed like everybody started nitpicking at, at where my presentation and saying what it should be. And um, to, uh, here's where the big switch came. Jaunt himself, who became my Obi-Wan Kenobi character for, for about four <laughs> weeks, said, why are you, I looked at your website and your Kung Fu movie and it's cool and you want to do meditation online and, and all that, that's great. But why are you picking such a complicated download to help the world um, when you have a harp that you can sit down, play the strings, and anyone from all nations will take a deep breath. The vibration will cut through everything that we're not seeing and you, sir, are choosing to try to raise a million dollars and get 500 people together and spend three years of your time <laughs> to make a kung fu movie um, that is martial arts. But I think you're trying to promote peace and you want to do all that when you have the harp. I don't understand. And that hurt me to hear somebody that I admire telling me that 15 years of my life didn't make sense to him. And something that was right in front of me was all I was supposed to be doing. Um, and uh, last but not least, my mentor, Dean Clark, who is my mentor today, who I speak to every single day, two times a day, uh, on when he's driving to work and on the way home, um, he saw me and he said, hey, dude, you're at a crossroads. Um, you're anointed. I'm telling you right now that you're anointed. Um, uh, and he said, whatever gift comes from God, it's already made. So the fact that the songs that you play already came there, the woman just gave you the harp, um, says that you, that's a gift and you're anointed. And while you're playing, people keep walking up smiling and talking about God or this or that. Okay. So as he, um, so um, he basically, um, said that when you choose to walk the path that's laid in front of you with your success, the people are waiting there. They're, the road is already paved, but they're, they can't do anything with you on that other road. 
So I, uh, it hurt my head for two days. I had a headache. <laughs> and if you ever saw the butterfly effect, you ever see the butterfly effect? Okay, whenever he had to transfer all this information in his life, his brain was growing and he would get a nosebleed. That's what it felt like. Mm. Because everything that my life ever meant to me had to be changed. Um, and I realized, okay, that's it. I'm a harpist. I'm done. Enough with the Kung Fu movies. Enough with all that. I'm done. And right then, a woman from that party uh, uh, and who has a film festival called Angelica um, said, hey, I'd love to feature your movie in the film festival. And I took that as a, I took that as a test. And she had my movie and I called her and I said, I'd like to take that out because I believe that is a test. And if I, um, you know, the one who put this in my hand and shaped my whole life has already told me through multiple sources what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So it's either all in or all out. And I'm all in with the heart. Um, and that is pretty much the story of how the city turned me into a harvest. Mm. From there, it's just been a gradual growing of, um, you know, growing of the things that I need to be totally representative of the full vibration that I'm bringing forth. Mm. When I'm all the way ready, it'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so. uh, quite a journey that you've been on. My goodness. Uh, mm -hmm. Wow. And, and, and it's, well, you're, you're sort of in the right realm right now because, you know, we, a lot of our shows is about metaphysics is about what happens to individuals. And, you know, we, we do have so many individuals that have walked a path in life, you know, pretty strong and pretty stable. And then suddenly it begins to crumble. It's almost mm. like that bridge that you keep walking on and you get to a certain point and it's sort of starts falling apart and you've got to run to the other side mm -hmm. <laughs> really quick and whatever's waiting for you on the other side um, and it just sounds like your whole life was basically resculpted with all these people all at once coming at you, chiseling away at the yes. stone. Yes, and it hasn't stopped. It has. I don't think it ever stops, no, but it doesn't, doesn't. ever stop. It <laughs> no, doesn't ever stop. No. <laughs> uh, but in that big time that you're making a switch from one to the other, it's un. You know, you can't help it because these are like big chunks going. Oh, wait a minute. I don't, you know, I think like this. This is the way I live. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> or you just choose it to be gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, I choose it to be gone. You, you choose it. I think when, I, when I'm saying, oh, that's that point where my head was hurting. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I knew, you know, what, however my synapse were used to synapping. <laughs> we're about hey, to change the direction yeah 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 <laughs> uh, and it's amazing isn't it like like uh, now do you keep in touch with these people which people like for example the woman who fixed your harp no no she moved she was these are all like these are all, not all of them but most of them are 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 like the time is what it is um you know, uh, a friend of mine a while ago, a Wing Chun man, hardcore Wing Chun man, oh. um, really, really good under teacher Patrick Ao in San Francisco. But um, uh, he would say, you know, he would always tease me and say, what's your problem? Why haven't you just gone to L.A. with your Kung Fu movie? Why are you, uh, you know, you're the you're the dumb guy that has to um, go down the road and talk to the old man at the at the little 
you know, at the little brook and then walk up and meet the woman by the window, by the windmill and all of this stuff before you finally get to where you're trying to get to. And he would always say that as, as a joke. But I would say that's it, though. That's exactly why I am who I am, because that person at the road, I didn't skip the person at the road. You know what I mean? That had that lesson. Um, so, you know, just the, the journey. The journey is the journey. I love it. I love it. it. Well, three years ago is not that long ago. No. Um, and the beautiful thing in the transition that I've really noticed is um, I'm a much better harpist than I was a filmmaker. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. 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 When I play the harp, harpists say you're a master. You know what I mean? I don't claim to be a master, but you know what? This isn't me in the first place. Mm. And that's what makes this perfect. Um, I, uh, this is a testimony for me of God. This is a testimony of, for me, the Holy Spirit. For me, this is a testimony um, that, uh, that there is something beyond our understanding. And that's the whole thing about whether you say God, the universe, whatever you call it, it's beyond your understanding all the way. Okay. And we get crunched when we start to say it has to be like this. I understand God like this. And that's where he fits. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Um, So I'm just realizing like the, the, the um, perfect, the, in the transition, letting this go and let it not be me lets it be that masterful ancient thing that it's supposed to be. Mm. I add the beatbox. Um, I do. I did add a piece of me and be in the beatbox. Um, but you know what? Who's to say beatbox isn't as, as old as the pyramids? There you go. You know what I mean? It's the, it's the human, human drum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that we, uh, there could be a, you know, party in a pyramid with that harps and beatbox. Oh yeah. <laughs> they just had it by a different name at that time. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, just the point that in my growth in my growth, it's built on something purely solid in this industry of LA that is purely serious about like your craft, your craft should be as sharp as a sword as Katana or whatever. And it has to be respected and unique and all of these things. And you got to know somebody, uh, know people, but, uh, this is solid. No one else. I'm a, I'm an African-American. Um, um, I could say, uh, kind of nice looking guy with, um, dreadlocks that plays the harp in beatboxes and plays the harp. Not like any other person on this earth plays the harp. I look and I'm, that's not speaking as an arrogance that's speaking as, um, the research and why I call my album. So let's bring it down to some promotion. The album at universalharp.com is uh, the return of King David for the Saul in a Saul. Okay. Meaning behind that title and the city uh, being in the train station. You have no idea how many people came up to me when my name was Professor Pitt. uh, uh, And I had the Kung Fu movie on the side with me. They would say, oh, do you know King David played the harp? Oh, you, you, oh, you remind me of King David. Oh, this is all I heard every day. So it kind of got brainwashed into me. Maybe this has something to do with King David. Uh, in, in its leading me, uh, leading me 
back to this back to the source of of what I'm doing and here for uh the scripture um I think it's Samuel 17:23 um is uh speaks of whenever David played the harp known as the lyre for Saul Saul was a king before King David Saul was haunted because he didn't listen to God he was haunted by a, a, a like a demon spirit that that God put on him for being disobedient and this demon would never leave him alone unless David was around playing his harp. Mm. Whenever David played his harp, then Saul would feel relief from the anxiety of the demon. Anxiety could be anything. You're, you know, whatever it is that that's making you not feel calm in your head is that. And uh, the harp cleared that for him. So my album is called The Return of King David, not me, but the songs. For the Saul in us all, for the afflicted one in us all, for the one that's being haunted in us all, or that needs that moment of peace from your own brain in us all. That's what this album stands for. That's what these songs stand for. And um, when Harpist explained to me that they won't teach me because the way that my fingers are moving is not the way harps are played, there's a reality in that goes back to the title of Return of King David for the Saul and the Saul. The harp, historically, is the, uh, is the oldest string instrument there is, the first, okay? Now, it went harp, then came the harpsichord, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a piano, and this is in the Beethoven uh, Mozart days. Then came the piano from the um, harpsichord. And then came the grand harp. And the grand harp is what everybody knows these days. Everybody right. thinks a harp is the grand harp. The grand harp is fashioned after the piano, and it's like a machine. You can't carry it. It has the pedals, all of those things. Oh, I didn't realize it had pedals. Yes. It's, it's totally, wow. yes, yes, yes. That's why like, it's like, no, you, you say nobody plays the harp, but everybody thinks the harp is the grand harp. And what parent wants to buy an instrument that's never going to leave the living room? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. So, um, and when they, when you, th- when, um, when you ask about learning harp, they say, oh, you should know the foundation of the piano. That in itself says the foundation of what is being been taught for the last couple or the perception of what the harp mm-hmm. is, is missing its root. It's only dealing with the piano era, which is like two inventions ago from mm-hmm, the beginning mm-hmm. of the harp. Why would you say you need to learn the piano when the harp came first? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just means, oh, we forgot about the harp. So this style that's more of a fluid kind of flow, I believe is something maybe David could have been playing for Saul. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, that that song actually woke my mother from a coma. Rest, to, rest in peace, my mother. But uh, I made a special trip to Milwaukee with my harp to play for her. I had her bedside in a coma, and she woke. Mm. Mm. Yes, this this is like this is some powerful stuff. So uh, there is a realization that I would like people to what I like. It doesn't matter. It'll happen when it's going to happen. But that within this album, this is not a music album. It is music in that that is anciently encoded to put walls up 
to help us or whatever it's supposed to do. We all, we're all like, uh, what do you call that? We're all like onions or avocado, not avocados, but um, artichoke, you know, peeling layers. And no one, for me, no one but the sovereignty of God knows which layer needs to be hit in every moment. Now, the the frequency of this music, to me, allows a bed of frequency that God can operate on you. What's going on? Um, and I'm just the guy in the middle, which makes it that much greater. You know what I mean? Um, please don't, you know, I have to have a lot of conversations in the streets and people are like, you're a genius. No, I'm not. If I was a genius, I would know which chord I'm hitting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a genius. Um, I have to look away and make sure that I'm presently not present. Hmm. You know what I mean? So in all, I have a lot not, to digest. I've never, well, I've never heard your your album yet. Okay. So so coming back to, for example, um, the tracks on your album because okay. I, you know, people would be familiar with that. Mm-hmm. How. How did you come up with those scores? Oh, the titles of the songs? The titles, or? the scores, and how do you, I mean, do you just do everything out of memory or just your fingers do the walking or okay. both? Um, 95% of the album came as it came out of me, kind of like, mm. you know what I mean? Like uh, the fingers did do the walking. Um. There was one song, um, Armor Up, that is, that's my latest song. Um, and you'll, you'll actually notice a difference in, there's a multiple different playing styles in the album. And the more flowing, watery, um, uh, royal sounding, like just hitting lows, mids, and just going everywhere in a very, those are the first ones. Okay. The more staccato it gets, the more like whatever, those are getting toward closer toward me, I believe. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's more, um, say, like, um, let me see. That's cool, but you know, I could see that as a, I could do that on a, on a drum machine. Well, it's a little bit, maybe it's, not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I'm just it's saying not it's, a little sound the same. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little, it's a little, it, to yeah. me, it seems easier. It seems a lot easier than to know. Where did that come from? I don't know. What am I doing? I don't know. This, I could say, well put my fingers like this and I'm pretty much just bouncing into a rhythm. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it's mm. easier. So, uh, so we're, we were speaking on the songs and the fingers doing the walking. Um, uh, I'll list some of the songs on the album. Like uh, the first one is the return of King David for, um, and that's the title track. The first song that came out of me. Second song is sovereignty. And that is, uh, that's kind of this one I was just doing. I won't go through all of them playing them. Uh, second one is Sovereignty. And that one is a remix because it has a um, stand-up bass with it. That one is a favorite. Mm. to every, that's, a, that's a real favorite one. Uh, real meditative. Real meditative. That one goes into like... Mm. 
real meditative. Mm. You know what I mean? If you're trying to get into a zone of meditation or and moving and just really getting inside yourself, that one that one really is a good one. Um, then love is. Um, my wife loves that song, and um, it's got a. Uh, Like that little pause of vibration to me is like love. You're in the motion of it. You're in the motion. And then in that pause, the vibration kicks in. At least I'm a man. So in the male sense, they say sometimes that men fall in love in distance. You know Mm. what I mean? And uh, at least for me with my wife or relationships in general. No, I'll keep it to my wife. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, on air now he has yeah, to be careful yeah. um, but the the reality is is that i think i fell in love when i realized it could it, it didn't need to be there you mm-hmm. know what i mean in the separation in the in the separation and not being like totally in, uh engulfed in this love when i was out of it i'm like hmm hmm maybe i am in love <laughs> hmm you know because so to me, that's what the emotion, oh, it's sinking in. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Ooh. Beautiful. Okay. Ooh. Um, any other, wow. I, could go, I could go further. Oh, it's, it's so, so you, you can't, you don't write any of this down. No, not at all. It just flows. Yep. So I copyright it with the CD. Yeah, 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 yeah. good idea. (laughs) Good idea. As can. Yeah. Now, now, what, what vision? I mean, right now you've just gone with the with the movements that that life has taken you. Mm -hmm. What do you have a vision? Yes, I do. Without a doubt, a very solid, simple one, but very strong. Um. Would you like to hear it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Um, My vision vision to date is to expand the placement of this particular vibration in society through multi-mediums. Now, this album, the first one is The Return of King David for the Saul and Us All. Now, that album in itself, in the in the amount of power that it has, I am converting into different mediums to keep the same power. Like, okay, now it's time for the second album and I have to try to create a new album or the powerful, the, you know, this ancient power that's there, let's put this into the dance music industry mm-hmm. and expand that where um, I'm in the midst of creating a uh, new dance genre called uh, tribal harp. And that's hardcore club dance music over uh, tribal deep bass beats. Um, um, creating creating some spiritual experience on the dance floor. People have it anyway. And these days, most people are eat out of their brains uh, on the dance floor. And you have sub chakras in your feet. And when you're stomping up and down, those are activating the sub chakras in your knees and it's going up and then you start activating your chakras. And now you're so open. And yes, there is a there is a serious uh, tribal aspect 
to going out and dancing all night and, you know, and stuff like that. And a lot of people eat out on there, but you still reach these positive levels to, uh, of tribalness. Now let's put um, a true vibration of, of, of whatever, of what something that's unspeakable. It's un- mm-hmm. understood, ununderstandable. I'm not, I'm not going to put it, try to put it into a word. Put that over there and enter it into the tribal circle and see what begins to happen. Let's put a little bit of clean water in there. Um, and as you were just talking about, like you have things to help um, all of the electromagnetic energy in here that you know is conflicting with your natural kind of uh, vibrational energy that's emitting from your center. Um, let's put, uh, so the electric dance movement has a lot of sterile things making you move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as as beautifully good as you feel, what would it feel like if you had actual essence of purity of heart and intention and and the the energized with what is beyond words in that place of tribal dancing? You know what I mean? That is my goal right now. That mm-hmm. is to introduce it there because dancing is a place. Dancing is a place where everybody can be free. And and as I said, you're going to activate chakras and stuff, whether you know it or not. And uh, let's put some good intention and uh, some heart. There's a reason why this is uh, why they show the angels play this. There's a um, it's like an angel's weapon. When people say a harp uh, look like an axe, you're right. When when I'm sitting down at the farmer's market or at the beach, I know what I'm cutting through. And every time I see a smile my smile gets bigger because I know I'm cutting through something. You didn't have to be smiling at that moment. And while you're smiling, whatever normally would be tormenting you is not winning. You know what I mean? And, um, uh, I would, I would urge for the proof of this because, you know, is go to my website and look at when it, at the front page, it says at the homepage, it says, see what folks are saying about Philip King. And these are people from the farmer's market or wherever it is that I play that I'm at, that I'm a regular at that buy my CDs. And I tell them when I, if you buy it from me, I'm going to do this, put the, put the CD through it, say a prayer asking that they are led to, um, that they are led to this CD whenever they're going through something that they remember, they have a bit of a weapon against whatever is going on in their head. And I tell them, please, you know, when, when times are hard, put in the background, don't pay attention to it. You just had an argument and the, uh, you know, just reprimanded your child and the, and the house is quiet. Put that in the background so that that beautiful vibration is there and it's, it's doing whatever it's supposed to do. So when you go to the website, the experiment has been people buying the CD and bringing in their testimonies back. Mm-hmm. And their testimonies have been, I use this every day. Or I use this, this, or I'm, you know, they're like, I really needed this. Thank you. So that is the, that is the proof that meaning like that's the earth element, the earth element, the experiment I've been out. That's what these three years have been about getting out here and showing through proof, through action, through um, experiment and conclusion that there is a power in this that can help the whole world as it's magnified. 
Mm. And it's all about magnifying. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's doing it wherever it's placed. So now magnify. And we're in LA is like the earth's throat chakra. So, you know, I'm in the right place to be. And, you know, I'm being refined. I will say this. I heard this on, um, I heard, I heard this from a great man is that, uh, you know, when you choose to do something for, um, you choose to do something for God, like, you know, you have a great work in you. Um, sometimes you need a little bit more work done on you before you can carry that work on. Mm. And I accept that in me knowing like, it's not all over the place yet because the work has been started. So it will be finished. And every day I'm still meeting my Obi-Wans and my, my, my (laughs) dragons and my whatever, giving me little bits of knowledge along the way. Um, And when it all clicks in, that's when the time is, you know, they say faith in God is also faith in his timing. Mm. That's a hard one to accept, but that's the real deal. There you go. I agree. Um, Okay. There's a comment that, a question that came through actually. Mm -hmm. Do you interpret outside influences through your music? Do you hear music? Do you hear music? I think it is, do you hear music in your heart when you sit down to play, or is it purely whatever flows? Hmm. I think it's purely whatever flows, actually. But see, now, in what purely whatever flows, the crazy thing is it's the same thing. You know what I mean? When people, it's almost like when people ask that question, it's almost pigeon pigeonholing me into a place where I'm flutteringly just like sit down and going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's turning into this beautiful thing. And in that I could be a genius. No, it's, it is what it, it is, what it is. It's never not been those songs. And maybe I actually, you know, I, I'm going to make new songs and stuff and do things with other people, but those songs may be the only thing I'm supposed to do on this earth. Like mm-hmm. those songs, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm kind of recycling those songs into other mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, you know, at some point I want to make Tai Chi training tapes, um, you know, with the harp behind it that you practice to the harp um, and really get, get into the relaxation aspects with the notes. Um, like there's, there's uh, eight layers to the body or to the to this body, um, and the seventh is the bone, and the eighth is the bone marrow. So, so we were gonna go. Boom, there's the skin. Let's go next layer. Oh, next layer, and just go <laughs> on down the layers until we get there, and then stay there. And start and and work it through the work it through the vibration of the harp. Like, okay, let's twist into the guts. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Um, You're making the twisting a little more pleasant to deal with. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I know when I hear the harp, it it, it helps to relax your mind, body, and spirit. Mm. It really does. Mm. It mm. really, 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 really does. 
It does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The frequency, it's sound frequency. Mm-hmm. Serious planes. And our uh, comment was, uh, likes, they like the comment about L.A. being the Earth's throat chakra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When L.A. speaks, the world moves. Really. Uh, I, I used to mm-hmm. I used to think as L.A. is tapping into the, um, you know, like the, the heartbeat of the world, because if you can tap, tap the flow that happens in L.A. that that goes, boom, the whole world knows, boom, the whole world knows, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I used to think of it like that because the harp is constantly pumping blood to the whole body. But the reality is, and I also used to think of L.A. Uh, like a. The synapse, the brain, the synapse. Everybody here is trying to think of new ideas that have everybody else thinking, that reach mm-hmm. out to the body. You know, this is the production source, the thoughts, the ideas that we're relaying to people that do shape their lives. That's why we mm-hmm. become producers, because we want to actually shape people's lives, you know, um, and we recognize how much multimedia, whatever stage it's been, shaped our lives. You know, yeah. uh, and being in part of that. But uh, with that throat chakra, everybody, uh, I would like to introduce an era. Uh, well, I would really like to see an era where we take responsibility with the power um, that we know we're doing with this mm-hmm. with this media. We mm-hmm. know it. And the immediate dollar is actually going to be there anyway. That's how powerful it is. And I think we're wrapped up into this, like, everybody wants to see what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, We're getting, we're getting to levels of, we're getting to levels where it seems like networks are just trying to one up each other on how crass and how vulgar Mm -hmm. and how um, morally bankrupt we can display ourselves as. Mm -hmm. And once we do that, we're not, we're not, we're, I think we totally know that we're creating a generation of morally bankrupt people that will find out what life's really about, but Mm -hmm. you're giving them a preset that's, that's destined for destruction. You know what I mean? So now it's about the balance. It is about the balance. Mm -hmm. It is about the balance. balance. And in, in, in knowing balance, that is exciting. You know, life isn't all good. Uh, meaning, the good, the bad is the yeah. bad is the teachers too. Gotta have it there. Yeah, you do. And LA teaches you that. <laughs> the extremes. Yeah, yeah. But it's needed. It's needed. There is no, I don't think there's anybody in life that's been a success that hasn't been able to look back at a trying time in their life and say, mm-hmm. if that didn't happen to them, they wouldn't be who they were today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, in that, that's, that's, that describes to me the faithfulness when you say, um, I have a faithful God. Faithful means whatever you're going through, you better believe that your, your God loves you, mm-hmm. that you are being nestled. It could be so much worse. There's this, this world could crush you in a heartbeat, but it's not. It's coddling you. Mm-hmm. And you need to be stronger. So growing pains is growing pains. Hey, I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to myself. So, you know, please don't think I'm preaching yeah. over here. Um, but just just um just realizing that whatever we're going through is still is still like a whole bunch of love. It's like love being poured out to you. And um 
sometimes we want what we want, but what we want is destruction. So if we want destruction for ourselves, and um, however you put it, universe, I say God wants love for you. Hey, buddy, we got to make you love yourself. Mm-hmm. We Here need you love on you, dude. I know you want this death, but uh, I love you too much for that. So come on back. You know, that's, that's, that's where I'm coming Play from. Play in the sandbox. Huh? <laughs> Play in the sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play in the sandbox. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, Philip, thank you so, so very, very much. I mean, this has been truly uh, a wonderful time spent with you. And, and thank you for sharing your incredible journey mm. from hip hop uh, to martial arts to this universal harp. Can I end with a beatbox harp? You you better. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see where we're at. This is Armor Up, and everything is available on iTunes under Philip King Harpist, and you can get to that under universalharp.com and listen to the media player at the bottom. The beginning is on. Take it out. Uh, not yet. Oh. <laughs> and with that, I hope you all took a breath. <laughs> and with that, uh, thank you again, Philip King and also Segovia Smith and our Yoga Hub team for making this possible. We'd also like to thank each and every one of you for joining us on this new platform of education and information. We are grateful for your continuous support and look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. We invite you to join us live every Tuesday for Magical Medical Tour at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 1.30 Eastern, Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, 
followed every other week with Flowing into Awareness with Anatara. Uh, we would also like to remind you that uh, you can connect with us at 818-LET'S-TALK, 818-LET'S-TALK, and um, any comments, suggestions, we are always welcoming those from you. And as a reminder, you can follow Philip King on Twitter, at Universal Harp, or his Facebook, Philip King, or through his website, universalharp.com. Thank you all very much for joining us today. And until next time, namaste. YHTV's Trinity of Life. Come join me, Christina Suzama, as I journey to find the many modalities that support individuals, from children to adults to elders, with topics ranging from health and wellness, meditation, and inspirational stories. I invite you to visit yogahub.tv every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern.